and owning the fact that if you're noticing that you're reacting or behaving in a way that you don't like, that is 1000% the most helpful and beneficial thing that could be happening because noticing is 99% of the battle, just knowing because the things that we can't help, the things that we can't change, the things that we don't have power over are things that we can't see, that we don't process, that we don't acknowledge or notice, right? So even if it's something not ideal or something that we categorize as bad, right? Because everything is subjective. That shifting the view to gratitude, to being like, oh, thank goodness that I'm seeing that. I'm so glad that that's not a blind spot to me anymore. I'm still vulnerable to it. Maybe I'm still carrying a habit I don't want to have, but I see it. I'm not blind to it. That's huge. Hello, hello. This is the Help Me See podcast, and I'm your host, Bianca Mora. I'm an artist, educator, and a self-admitted, highly functioning, anxiety-ridden mama who's obsessed with making meaning and art out of this one and only life. This podcast is about helping you see your life before it's gone. Like, really really see it. And I know it sounds morbid, but that's my brain's default. I want to ask questions like, when does your now become your nostalgia? How can we be more intentional with the memories we're saving and not just capturing the highlight reel? You can expect episodes every Wednesday, some with just my introvert self rambling about what keeps me up at night, and then some with some amazing guests diving into how they choose to see. Something that seriously pains me is hearing someone say, I just wish I knew how important that was at the time. Or when I lay my head down at night and I think about all the times during the day with my kids that I was anything but present. It's exhausting, but I really believe that there's comforting news here. I believe that if we continue having conversations about intention and awareness, we can live more fulfilled lives and create amazing work. I hope you leave each episode feeling inspired by your everyday and a deep peace of knowing that you're not missing it. So grab your coffee, settle in, and let's talk about everything that's right in front of us. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Help Me See. In this episode, we're talking about facts versus feelings and when you know better, but you just can't help yourself, but to feel a type of way that you don't think you should be feeling. And the problem starts there. (laughs) I think that in the least cliche way possible, we are too hard on ourselves. It's so easy for us to downplay all the good that we do. And it's also so easy for us 
to put a magnifying glass on any time we quote unquote mess up. Or I think it starts with judging it as a mess up, right? For instance, if I'm, you know, trying or if I'm meditating, I'm trying to stop saying trying so much. If I'm meditating and my mind just keeps leaving, it's easy for me to get frustrated. But that's very common common and normal thing for a brain to do. And just noticing, huh, it's interesting that my brain keeps going to this. Noticing it is so powerful because it lets you acknowledge it and let it be on its way. When you're placing that frustrated energy on that, oh, I can't I stop? It's you're obsessing. You're clenching and you're holding it even tighter, right? Which makes it more of an issue. And I think it's hysterical that <laughs> I can know all this and still have such issues around you know, getting frustrated with my own feelings about things that pop up. Noticing is a very active part of my life, especially in terms of the photographs I take. I talk about noticing a lot in my course, and I completely understand the power of noticing. Yet, what I need to work on is the surrendering to the noticing. I find that I notice things and then let myself become obsessed, which turns into a frustration. So I come at it from a very Zen, like, oh, isn't this interesting? But the, I'm not letting it go. <laughs> oh, isn't that interesting? Through gritted teeth. <laughs> so so I'm doing the whole have your cake and eat it too, but in a not good way. <laughs> but why? Why do we tell ourselves how we should be feeling about any given thing at any given time? Feelings are some of the most amazing parts of life. Like what? If we didn't feel a certain way, we wouldn't be human. We wouldn't be alive. I have very recently acknowledge the fact that I, I'm pretty sure I'm an HSP, which is a highly sensitive person. And there's this whole list about characteristics associated with it. But I honestly don't see why you would want to not care, you know, to be cool as a cucumber all the time. Where's the fun in that? Where's the life in that? So I think that if we change the way we're looking at these undesirable reactions and feelings that we may have about things that we quote unquote know better than to have, then maybe we could experience them in a different way. Maybe we could experience them in the way that we don't find to be ideal, but also let that be like a superpower and a secret weapon to be a learning moment. Because if you're acknowledging and noticing, huh, I'm getting really insecure or scared or vulnerable about this reaction that I'm having to something that I'm putting out there. That's interesting. I thought I wouldn't. I thought I wouldn't because I feel so strongly about it and I believe in it, right? So acknowledging the undesirable feeling and then thinking through, 
huh, what might this mean? And not making it mean something, but thinking about what might this mean? And what should I do with that? There's a reason why ideas come to you in the shower. There's a reason why when you stop trying so hard, things just come. You're not tensed up and blocked. You just let it be. So I think that taking a step back and away from the frustration of it all and owning the fact that if you're noticing that you're reacting or behaving in a way that you don't like, that is 1000% the most helpful and beneficial thing that could be happening because noticing is 99% of the battle, maybe 95% of the battle. No, maybe 99% of the battle. (laughs) Just knowing because the things that we can't help, the things that we can't change, the things that we don't have power over are things that we can't see, that we don't process, that we don't acknowledge or notice, right? So even if it's something not ideal or something that we categorize as bad, right? Because everything is subjective. That shifting the view to gratitude, to being like, oh, thank goodness that I'm seeing that. I'm so glad that that's not a blind spot to me anymore. I'm still vulnerable to it. Maybe I'm still carrying a habit I don't want to have, but I see it. I'm not blind to it. That's huge. Let's start giving ourselves more credit. Because at this point, it's like enough. You being hard on yourself isn't helping anyone or anything. Because that tension is going to stop any sort of energy from flowing through. Any sort of change, any sort of momentum, movement. I've been trying to implement this because it's been top of mind for me. Uh, Just just the last couple of weeks, I've been trying in different areas of my life. And I actually did it last night, or should I say, at the butt crack of dawn this morning, as my baby would not stop crying. And I was so frustrated and tired and I just wanted to go back to sleep and I noticed how frustrated I was but more than how frustrated I was at the crying and how tired I was I was so angry at myself for feeling that way like he you know these thoughts come through your brain like you're so lucky that you know he's okay and he's you know healthy and he's this and he's that and What is that serving? You know, like if I would just feel frustrated, like let it go, it would pass so much sooner than the frustration doubled over onto my frustration with myself for feeling like a shitty mom, right? So I noticed that 
And then after I was able to let go of my frustration with myself, I employed one of my, um, some method that I teach on, uh, in my course, call it the impermanence method. And as I'm sitting there in this overtired, frustrated state, I think to myself, there's going to be a day when there's a last time of this and I'll never get to do this again. I'll never get to comfort him in the middle of the night or in the middle of the morning like this again. Right. And it released so much pressure in my body. And listen, we're human and I'm not saying that it works a hundred percent of the time. And I'm not saying that you should always be grateful for these tantrums, but I'm saying that if you can shift towards gratitude for your noticing and not double down on whatever negative thing you're feeling, then you have the space the mental space and the probably energetic space to be able to think about the situation you're in differently. Nothing about the situation itself has to change for you to be able to experience it in a different way. And that's beautiful. So yeah, facts versus feelings and feeling a way when you know better and you know that you shouldn't quote unquote, shouldn't feel that way because X, Y, and Z Now, how about you feel proud of yourself and you feel good that you're even noticing how you're feeling? You already have such a level of awareness that you're able to see beyond the inside of that, of that not so great feeling. That's huge. So take a deep breath and just know how much, know how much better that you're doing than you think you are, than you give yourself credit for. And this is not being said in like a coddling, blowing smoke way. This is like the most true thing I could say. Because what is overrated and what is the norm of belittling what we do um, being too hard on, hard on ourselves. That is so limiting and so draining and doesn't serve anyone or anything. So I'm over it here. I'll go first. I have done so much in the last year. I found myself being so frustrated with feeling like there's been slow momentum and feeling like I'm working so much, but it feels slow. There's so much more I want to do. And I'm like, I made myself write a list of everything that I've done that I feel good about in the last year. And I looked at this list and I couldn't fucking believe it. I've done a lot. And the feelings that I was walking around with were as if I'm, you know, sitting around with my finger up my butt. (laughs) And you know what? And I also want to add that even if I hadn't done a lot, if I wasn't super productive, that's not bad either. 
I'm acknowledging the mismatch of the feeling and the minimizing that was happening that I didn't even realize was happening because it's so natural to do. It's like I consciously knew everything I've done over the last year because I did it. But once you accomplish something or once something happens, it's so quickly gone out of your immediate awareness, out of your immediate thoughts. So maybe do that here. Okay. I'm officially assigning homework for this podcast episode. I want you to grab a piece of paper and a pen, and I want you to write down all the things that you've experienced or that you've done that feed your soul that like energize you and look at it. And if you're having a hard time feeling proud of yourself, look at it as if your best friend did that. Hmm. And think about how proud you'd be of her. <laughs> uh, or him. Or him. Okay. Well, thanks for attending my TED Talk. <laughs> I just, I had to talk about this this week. It's been floating around so much. And honestly, this conversation c- could be another hour. But I'm going to leave it at that. I have to pick up my kid in a few minutes here. And um, it's been a very busy week, but I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I'm here. I'm grateful for this platform. I'm grateful for you listening. It blows my mind to think about someone that I don't know, but I'm probably so connected to Because if you're listening to this, then we obviously care about very similar things, very similar worlds. And I, um, that'll never get old (laughs) ever. Um, I'll open the invitation again. If you ever feel, um, inclined to reach out, I'm here and I'd love to hear from you. So feel free to DM me on Instagram, my own personal account is B Mora, B-M-O-R-R-A. And then there's the help me see pod account, help me see underscore podcast. So I hope that this episode was uh, the real talk you needed in this midweek session. See you next week. If you enjoyed this episode and want to get in on actual conversations with me, join the help me see podcast private Facebook group. Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be hopping on live for Q&A on the latest episode and for free consulting if you need a bit of help thinking about ways to save your memories. Did you get something out of this episode? I really, really, really hope you did. And I would love to hear from you. I'm on a mission to empower you to feel peace knowing that you are not missing your life. One of the best ways that you can support me is leaving a review. And honestly, I'd rather hear about the memory you saved because of this podcast rather than any kind of accolade. Tell me how this podcast has impacted you. And one, I'll probably cry. (laughs) And two, I'd love to give you a shout out on the show. Take a minute and head out to the link in the bio to write a review now on the podcast.